Amen. No other name will be lifted as high as the name of Jesus. We exalt him today. We thank you, Lord, for your presence in this place. Thank you for your love for every one of us. We thank you for your grace and your mercy this season and in every season. We thank you that your love for us is beyond comprehension. Your grace toward us is completely undeserved. And yet, Father, you have chosen to manifest it all upon us through Jesus Christ. We thank you today. We thank you today and we love you. Well, many of you realize that uh, adjustments had to be made during COVID uh, here at the church, just like everywhere else, and hence why we're live streaming instead of having everybody here in the building right now. But one of the adjustments for my and I is that we were supposed to be on sabbatical in this season, and uh, we've been planning for it and working towards it for 30 plus years. And uh, of course, all those plans got put on the back burner in the midst of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. And so uh, my wife and I had, had been scheduling out things, and we had decided on Mother's Day we are going to bring in a special speaker for Mother's Day. We were going to bring in a celebrity to speak while my wife and I were away. And, and so we had contacted none other than the voice of the morning show on UCB Canada, Rhonda McFall, to come in and to speak for us. And uh, we just really felt God was giving her a word for this season. And so this morning, we are going to, uh, we stuck to that. We've got Rhonda here today in the house. Most of you uh, probably listened to her on UCB Canada, 102.3 every morning, uh, Monday through Friday. And today, she is here in the house to bring the word. She also happens to be my wife's technical support on the computer when I'm away and missions or anything like that. And she also happens to be uh, on staff here with uh, her husband, Pastor Mark, running our children's ministry, family ministries here at Desert Stream. But we're excited that she's here to bring the word to you this morning on Mother's Day. So without any further ado, I'm going to invite Rhonda McFall to come and bring the word today to Desert Stream. Thank you, Pastor Kevin, so much for those, that kind introduction. I wish you could all see behind the scenes. Pastor Kevin and Sherry care so deeply for the people of this house, and I know they pray for you all the time. I'm so grateful for them. Show Sherry some love in the comments. Would you wish her a happy Mother's Day? I want to say welcome to everyone who is joining us this morning. Um, especially, I'm going to give a shout out to two beautiful young ladies that are watching right now, to my granddaughters, Promise and Lady. Good morning, girls. I love you. All right, if you are watching through Facebook, I'm going to be asking you to engage in the comments. Let's have some fun this morning. Happy Mother's Day to all of you. If you are a mom, if you want to be a mom or have a mom, say hello in the comments. Let me know where you're watching from. Let me know who's watching with you. Let's have some engagement this morning. Well, this is the first time that I've spoken at church and not been able to make eye contact with my kids in the congregation. That's always been so huge for me. But thankfully, my husband Mark is here. He's working so hard directing and producing behind the scenes. And as always, I'm so proud of him. And I'm proud of our church. 
we are on the move. We were not streaming on Facebook before the shutdown happened, and so many of you have jumped right in. The messages, the have been powerful, encouraging, and relevant. And God is moving, and he is working and ministering to us during this time. If the messages of this church have been meaningful to you, make sure you're sharing them. People are more open right now than ever. Invite your friends to listen to the encouragement that's being posted, and make sure that you personally share it. Text somebody and say, this has really helped me, and I think you'd like it too. I'm so proud to be a part of this church, and it's such an amazing time to be a part of the family of God. Okay, I'm really excited to get to speak to you this morning. Would you do me a favor? Wherever you are, every one of you right now, turn your hands up in a posture of receiving, and I'm going to pray over all of us. Lord, we join our hearts together right now. We join our faith together right now, and we collectively ask you to speak to us. Lord, our hands are open as a symbol that we want to receive a word from you today. Thank you, Jesus, for this this morning. Would you speak to us, O oh God? We are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, how many of you have thought it's not a very happy Mother's Day today? It's certainly one of many things that we'd probably love to have a do-over for. Do you think if everything's lifted by Father's Day, that the dads would share their day with us moms? Ladies, give me a yes in the comments if you're good with that one. Well, mom and dads, you have had quite the something these past eight weeks, and I commend you. I know it has not been And you are all amazing. You should be proud of yourselves. And please, please go easy on yourselves during all of this. Mark and I are so blessed to be at the stage of life that we're at right now. We don't have little ones at home to entertain and to convince that they need to do e-learning instead of watching video games. But we remember what it was like, and we're cheering you on. We really are. Well, the title of my message is, Whose Life Is It Anyways? In Matthew 7, we read that Jesus never said life would be easy, but he also said it would be worth it. And Mark and I know that to be true in our lives. It's not always easy, but it is so worth it. God always teaches us something important during those not-so-easy times. And today, I want to talk to you about something that I believe could either help you live out the life you're called to or be the one thing to keep you from living the life you want to live. And that's perspective. I've had to choose that for my own life. Romans 12.2 gives us some clarity on that. It says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Our minds have a mind of their own. The renewal process, it's a daily thing. I know it is for me. This is where I've always had the biggest struggle with my thoughts. But 
renewing our minds, it's what's going to help us through everything. It's going to help us be better moms, better dads, better husbands, better wives. Be a better you, be a better me. Sean Boltz posted this one the other day. He said, our narrative inside our head is mostly written by negativity we've experienced. That's why we have to renew our minds daily. Don't beat yourself up on this one. We all naturally lean to the negative, but the Holy Spirit, he helps to change our narrative. So we have to shift our perspective, and the choice is up to us. We get to choose, and we do that by choosing joy, choosing trust, and leaning on God. There are those moments in life where you can picture where you were when you heard certain news. Thursday, March 12th, when the government said that the March break would be extended by two weeks, that's likely one of those days for me. Mark and I had a vacation planned, actually, for the third week of that forecasted break. And at that point, I still thought we were going away. I saw no need of canceling our getaway. But then, as each day passed, new updates came out. Actually, about every 12 hours, morning and night, new closures, new limits. It felt like the announcements were never going to end. There was a heaviness in all of it. And you know, we are all being impacted in this interesting time, but definitely not in the same way. But I could feel so much fear and anxiety starting to set around all of us. Were you feeling it? I know I was. I had to remind myself that it's not mine to carry or worry about. It's not yours either. It's just for me to pray about. I'm not a frontline worker, but I can certainly be praying for them. Proverbs 12:25 says this. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down. Yes, it does. It really, really does. So stop carrying the anxiety. Do you pray? Think that you need to hold on to the fear and anxiety. It's not yours to hold on to. So let it go. I'm giving you permission right now. Let it go. Let it go and stand in faith. 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Cast all, not some. We're not to be the hero by carrying the anxiety. So let it all go. Jesus told us to. I find that verse so reassuring. We can give all of our anxiety to God simply because he cares for us. 
when I know that somebody genuinely cares for me, that lifts so much of the anxiety right there. So remind yourself, God cares for you. Let go of that anxiety. It's not yours to hold on to. We're going to read a lot of scripture this morning, so get ready to get some truth into your spirit. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ. Do not be anxious about anything. Do not be anxious about anything. Write that verse on your heart. Write it on your fridge. Maybe put it on your screensaver. Put it on your phone. Do not be anxious about anything. The word of God is truth, and we need to get that into our spirits. The words that I've continued to hear through this shutdown are rest and reset. And it feels like the whole world is on reset. This whole shutdown situation, it's been so much for so many. I felt as though there have been phases to what's happened. Initially, kind of felt like a forced vacation. We're all going to be home, and it's going to be great. I'm going to do some things around the house I've been putting off, like maybe do some organizing. I'm going to read some books and catch up on some movies and maybe learn a new project, do some e-courses. That's right. My list was huge. I was going to do all the things, all the things dreamed about doing someday when I have the time. Well, now I was finally going to get the chance to make that happen. Well, then the second phase of the quarantine came along. Felt a little more abrasive. And in week two and week three, we were all navigating our emotions. It was, it was a lot. And I've recently learned, though, when you're in a season of stress, like we've all been, you're likely not going to do the big thing, and that's okay. Take the pressure off. Let go of that. In a time of stress, responding with rest is perfectly fine. I'm giving you permission right now to let go of the guilt, the rest, that was essential. It was. My place of rest was baking. And Mark and I did not need it all. So every time I would bake, we'd give most of it away. That was my coping mechanism. And I successfully tackled bread for the first time. Felt so good. Been baking. During this shutdown, give me some hearts in the comments. I want to know that I was not the only one spending all my time baking and, and needing all the flour. Well, 
things are going to happen in life. They are. Sad things, and there's been a lot of sad things recently. Really tough things are going to happen in life. And sometimes horrible things. And it's okay John 16:33 It says, "I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world." He said it right there. You will have trouble. You will. But then he finishes the verse with the thing we have to remember the encouraging part. I have overcome the world. You know, I'm actually grateful for all the times of trouble in my life. Oh, they're not fun. Not at all. Not at all, actually. They're often pretty painful. And when I'm in the midst of it, I don't like it. But oh, here's the thing. When we come out on the other side, God does a work in us if we let him. Did you hear that? If we let him. That causes us to become that much closer into becoming the being that he created us to be. Into living out our full potential. You know, I don't ever want to get to a point where I feel as though I don't need God. And I've been concerned that some of you might have been there. I've reached complacency in my life at times. where Everything feels perfectly fine. You know those times when you feel self-sufficient. Everyone's doing fine. Everyone's healthy. Your finances are good. The bills are paid. You start to forget to lean on God. Complacency. It's not a good place to be. And, and to be honest, for me, that's been a scarier place to be than the most desperate season of my life. I read a quote at the beginning of this shutdown, spoke to me so deeply from Lou Engel. He said, I believe the Lord has said, I want you to take a stand. Believers, this is to you. I want you to take a stand, but pray that the virus actually has the effect that men and women repent and return to God with all their heart. That's been weighing on my heart. I don't want this to end until it's supposed to because there's a work to be done. At times in life, we get to come to a point of realizing what 
a deep need we have. That's right. I said we get to. It's all perspective. In our own struggles, we become so aware that we're so powerless. And in those seasons, we have a choice to make. Here's the thing. To wallow in our emotions or to know the truth and believe that Jesus can work all things together for our good. You know the scripture. It's Romans 8, 28. It's your choice. God doesn't make it for us. He lets us choose. That's why he's such a loving father. He lets us choose. Here's some things that the Lord has been showing me to help shift our perspective. Number one, combat what you're feeling with the word of God. I'm learning and being reminded how I need God's word in my life. And when we're struggling, we are most susceptible to believing lies. But God's word, it's absolute truth. In those desperate times of life, like a pandemic, hello, we need to fill our minds with things of God and make sure our mind is strong to keep the lies out. It's so simple, but honestly, it's so profound. Read your Bible. That's it. Read your Bible. Get his truth into your spirit. I've been so hungry for the word of God, and it's been sustaining me through this. And I'm not the only one. You are too. Christian publishers have reported that sales of the Bible have increased during the pandemic. Tyndale said their sales were up 72%. Alabaster Company, a small little company out of California, said their sales were up, get this, 143%. And Bible verse memes that are being posted on social, up 72%. That is something to be excited about. Put some love and amens in the comments. Let's praise God for that. That is so amazing. Number two, ground yourself in gratitude. Thankfulness, it shifts my perspective, and it gives me a chance to thank God for who he is and all he's done. Thankfulness, we need it in our lives to shift our perspective. There's so much to be grateful for around us. My love language is quality time. And I've had my hubby home so much and we've got to have breakfast every day together. And yes, he makes it for me. I will acknowledge that because he'll remind me if I don't. And I'm loving it. It is amazing to get to have that time together. And I've personally witnessed so much good. If you are looking for it, you'll see it. I promise you. Just shift your perspective. So many people in our communities have jumped in to help. Businesses donating their PPE that they're not using right now. Sewing clubs making and donating masks. Friends and neighbors dropping off gifts 
and meals, just to let people know they're thinking of them. People are donating their time. They're picking up groceries for their neighbors. And then they're posting on Facebook to let people know where to find things like flour or give tips on navigating their children's e-learning. I see people leaning into their strengths and filling voids and just making things happen. So much generosity in so many different ways. Honestly, my spirit has been so encouraged during this time. It's, it's been a very special time in history. And so much generosity from our own church. Have you seen the posts on Facebook? Oh my goodness, the, the things that have been going on. Give Desert Stream some hearts right now in the comments because that is you being so generous. Thank you. And when you're feeling anxious or tearful or fearful or upset, you need to focus on what you're grateful for and then maybe do something kind for somebody else. Grounding yourself in gratitude, I promise, it will shift your perspective. And the contagious generosity that's been going on, you know, it's definitely what's been getting me through this pandemic, this crazy time that we've been experiencing. Psalm 112, verse 5, it says, Life is good for the one who is generous and charitable, conducting affairs with honesty and truth. Life is good for the one who is generous. Wow. Are you, are you feeling like your life isn't good? It's time to be generous. Here's the thing, remember? You can't outgive God. There are so many ways to be generous. So many. And being generous is going to get you thinking outside of yourself. Number three, release anxiety and rely on God. Releasing all my anxieties, God, through prayer, brings me peace. It helps me trust God more. 1 Samuel 30, verse 6. David was distressed. And what did he do? He strengthened himself in the Lord. David could remember God's deliverances. He could say, this is a terrible spot, no doubt. But remember all the times when God delivered me out of bad spots before? If he did it then, he will do it now. He didn't deliver me before to let me perish now. What has God delivered you from before? Write those things down. You don't want to forget them. And share them with your children, part of your legacy. You don't want to forget those. Those struggles that God delivered you from in the past, that's what builds your faith. That's what reminds you that you can put your trust in him. We need to strengthen ourselves in the Lord and put all of our trust in him. And that includes 
tithing. Mark and I, we tithed when we didn't have enough money to coming in to pay our monthly bills. And God provided. Did you have a reduction of pay during this shutdown? You know, it's hard. It is. It's really hard. I had a reduction. But I challenge you. Tithing, that is the one thing that God says we can test him in. Mark and I, in a really difficult financial time, we asked God to let us test him. And he paid our mortgage when we couldn't. And I wouldn't change those lessons in our life for anything. We taught our children, when you get paid, the first portion doesn't belong to you. What are you teaching your children? There's so many teachable moments right now. Be generous. When your instinct is to hold on tight, do the opposite. Be generous. Pastor Barry posted something on Facebook the other day. So good. Looking at what you don't have and worrying about what you can't do is attention you can't afford to spend. Rather, look to what you do have and what you can do, even if it may seem significant. So good. You can't look at what you don't have right now. You need to do what you have, sorry, look to what you have, and do with what you can. Number four. Believe the best about the situation. 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, I believed, therefore I spoke. I've also heard this verse paraphrased as, speak those things that are not as though they are. So that means, speak peace into your situation out loud, even if nothing feels peaceful. Speak healing into your body, even when the diagnosis says otherwise. Speak refreshment into your spirit, even when your mind says, I'm done. Speak redemption into your life and into your marriage. Speak salvation into your home, into your children, and into your children's children. Speak hope into your circumstances. You can't afford to do otherwise. I'm telling you, you can't. You need to speak life when you're feeling the opposite. Speak hope into your circumstances. I'm always lifting my family and my situations up to God. I have to. If I awake in the night or I have trouble following, falling asleep, <laughs> my assumption is that God is asking me to pray. So, but I'm not praying fear-based prayers. When moments, all I'm doing is I'm thanking God for them, and I'm praying into their destinies and praying protection over their health, their finances, their children, their homes. And if anything, this shutdown has been a great reminder of what's important. 
I'm going to suggest that maybe one of the best ways that we can take advantage of this time is to ask ourselves some really hard questions. Are you ready? If we could, let's make one decision, one decision toward who our future self is going to be. Who do I want to be? What are the things I don't miss from before? What are the things I want to go back to? And what are the things I need to let go of? What were the opportunities that were coming up on my calendar that I'm not disappointed about missing? And what are the things that I've if I could rewrite my script, what would I want to have in my life? I feel like we're in a season of forced rest. And I don't want to waste it. I want to use this time to analyze what was familiar in my old patterns, but not necessarily the very best. This is a time for me to reset every priority. I want to use this time to lean into Jesus and learn to know who he created me to be fully. What was God dreaming about when he created me? When he created you, what was he dreaming about? What God is doing for you in this time is giving you an opportunity to know him deeper, for you to truly know him, to come out on the other side of this, knowing Father God. And in that, discover your full potential in Christ and be guided by the Holy Spirit in everything you do. Let him help you fulfill his purpose for your life. Remember, you have a choice to make. Are you going to stay in your anxiety? Or are you going to choose the presence of God? Are you going to go back to what was familiar? What is God birthing in you during this season of forced rest? You have access to heaven. You have access to the presence of God. Things can go wrong all around us, but remember what David did. He strengthened himself in the presence of God. God knew this was going to happen. Spend some time with Father God and ask him to shift your perspective. I'm, I'm grateful for this shutdown. I'm grateful for this season of rest. I've seen so much good. I've seen so much unity. And limitations, they're coming off season. Yes, they are. 
What do you need to let go of? You need to let go in order to move forward. Ask God who he created you to be. Remember, Jesus died on the cross to give you a hope and a future. Amen? Whose life is it anyways? My life belongs to God. All right. Well, Pastor Kevin, if you can come on up and close. <laughs> Thank you for uh, sharing on this Mother's Day morning. Amen. Well, thank you, Rhonda. I was busy looking up one of the verses that you've referred to from Romans chapter 4 and uh, the different translations where Abraham, you know, uh, believed God and he reasoned, the scripture says, that, that uh, God could uh, bring into existence those things that are not as though they are. And a lot of people hear that and they don't think, they don't understand that. And it's not, it's the opposite of of what we call denial, where we see things as they are and then claim that they're not. No, no, no. This is seeing things that are not yet manifest and speaking to them as though they are. That's what Rhonda was talking about, how you can do in your circumstances, in your situation, in your life right now, you can by faith begin to speak into those situations and ask God to shift them and to believe and trust the God of the Scripture to move the mountains for you. Rhonda, we just thank you so much for that word this morning. And literally, it is all about your perspective this Mother's Day. How are you going to approach the situation that we're living in? Are you going to believe that God has a way to turn it around for you? Are you going to believe that God has a way to use you in the midst of it? Are you going to believe that God has a way to sustain you and to keep you through this season? We ask you to trust God today. He is the one that we place our trust in. Dads, make sure you spoil mom today. Kids, make sure you call out the mom today. And you adults, remember to call your moms today, no matter where they may be, and, and make sure you speak a blessing over them. Make sure you encourage them. Drop a word into their heart today. It is so good to celebrate this time with you this morning. Thank you for joining with us. And I'm just going to pray and ask God's blessing over every mom today as we close. Father, we thank you for your love for us, and that you gave each and every one of us a mom. Uh, Father, I thank you, Lord, that, that a mom has nurtured us, taken care of us, has raised us, has given us uh, uh, investment and time and, and care and compassion, and that, Father, we're here today because we had a mom. And, Father, I just pray your blessing over every mother today. I pray that, God, you would raise them up and encourage them Father, even in this season, you would sustain them and strengthen them. And we give you praise today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We trust that you'll be with us again next week as we celebrate together here over live stream once again at Desert Stream. Remember to check out uh, the messages from previous weeks on our Facebook page. And you can also now go to YouTube and you can review all the messages and sermons uh, that have been given during this whole uh, situation on our new YouTube channel. Make sure you sign up and subscribe. We'd love to have you join us today. The Lord bless you, and have an awesome week in Jesus. Hey, everybody. Pastor Kevin Dowling here from Desert Stream. Just giving a shout-out to you and saying thanks for joining us this week. 
We trust that you receive something out of what was shared today, and we hope that it spoke to you and that it encouraged you in this season that we find ourselves in. You know, you could do us a big favor if you would just uh, share, uh, like, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Let people know that there's a place that you found that you're getting an encouragement and hope each and every week. We hope you plan to check in with us next week, be a part of our expression again, and help spread the word that God is in control in the midst of this season. We love you. We 